0: Welcome to the Bull City Summit podcast, a place where science, technology, art, and music combine in the Bull City in Durham, North Carolina. I'm your host for today, Jason Gilliken, and with me in studio at American Underground is T. Lee Cooper, founder and CEO of Zero Verse Inc. Welcome, T. Lee.
1: Thank you for having me. What a dope intro! <laughs> that is such a dope intro.
0: Oh, thank you. <laughs> that that was totally off the cuff, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: No, that was amazing. Thank all you right. for uh, thank you for having me,
0: Keely. I am so excited to talk to you because, from what I understand, Zeroverse is all about being in the metaverse, and I literally know nothing about it. So I I want (laughs) to learn more.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, you are not alone. There's so many people, including people on my own team, believe it or not, that really don't understand the metaverse. And a lot of that is because it's unfolding before our eyes. That's true. And uh, to make it better, like North Carolina, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, I think is going to be the emerging point mm. for what is to come and and how it's going to be and how it's being defined. Don't get me wrong. There are definitely a lot of movers and shakers who have set down some groundwork, some rules for it, for us to kind of have as guidelines. But I think a majority of the creativity and what the metaverse will and can be, we haven't really seen it yet.
0: Yeah, And that's exciting. And that's kind of what Bull City Summit is all about, right? What is what is the next level for technology? What is the next level for Durham? What is the next level for the southeast? So Teeley, I've got three kids, uh, nine, seven, and four. Explain the metaverse like uh, you're talking to the the four. Actually, let's let's take that back. <laughs> Explain the metaverse like you're talking to the 42 year old right in front of you who has no idea <laughs> what the metaverse is. Can you just give us a background on on what it is?
1: Absolutely. So, for me, uh, the the best way to describe it is uh, l- let me take it back a bit. So, when it comes to the internet, right? I like to think of it as a love story. I know this might be corny for some people, but you you have these terms like Web 1.0, Web 2.0, Web 3.0. Allow me to attempt to try to break this down, and I think this will answer the question perfectly. So with Web 1.0, that was us getting kind of introduced to the Internet and, and the World Wide Web, which are kind of different, but the World Wide Web, that www, you go to a website, right? You think about like AOL and mm-hmm. all of that. This was us, if you will, allowing us to kind of flirt with Ooh. the internet, right? We're flirting with the internet. We are getting to know. We're 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 dropping some blinds. We're being really subliminal. We we wanna kinda get to know each other, right? What is AOL? That's texting. That's maybe sending some some messages back and forth, reading some words. That's texting. You're flirting. Then Web 2.0, things kick up a a notch, right? You are in this space where you are wanting to know more. You're sending pictures Mm -hmm. to that person, right? You're sending some videos to that person. That's right. You are, and that translates into the social media age, right? We are now starting to Really get comfortable with the internet, with pictures and video and all of that. Okay. So we've been dating for a while.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We've been seeing that we like the internet. The internet likes us. It's here to us. stay. Yeah. It's here to stay. <laughs> yeah. This is getting serious.
0: Yeah. We're, I, think we're, I think we're married, but <laughs> <Yeah>. go ahead.
1: <laughs> we are definitely considering moving in together. Oh, okay. And that is Web 3.0.
0: Nice.
1: Web 3.0 is the convergence of the internet and the real world moving in together. Mm. And a lot of what it is that we're seeing, we don't we haven't we don't have it all determined, all laid out, but we know that we want to move into the same house together. And we know that we want to have the internet more a part of us and us be more a part of it. And so, let me follow that up with two things. If you think about let's say how our appliances are operating these days they're connected to the internet right and yeah. so I don't have to be at home to turn it on or turn it off I could be at the store the grocery store and my refrigerator can tell me what's inside of it right we're we're married we're we're together right and so even looking at e-commerce has been very much pictures words mm-hmm. and video what the metaverse is introducing is this idea of jumping into whole world experiences. And what does that mean? So in games, and games have paved the way for the metaverse, it's the underlying kind of infrastructure, right? Um, but just think of just a simple a, a game. Inside of a game, you can create a world from scratch, whatever world you want. And inside of that, game or inside of that world. You can create whatever it is that you want. Well, in our case, at our company, we can build a store, right, for example, and build that store in a way that people are visually accustomed to already seeing a store,
0: Mm.
1: right? And so we can build this virtual world and allow you to navigate inside of it and go shopping and even bring other people with you. And so I want to just kind of like loop all of that together. We went from flirting with the internet, dating, we think it's getting serious, pictures and words. We're moving in together in Web 3.0, and we're trying to see where we can take this. And that is, I don't want to look at pictures and words anymore. I want to be with you. Yeah. I want you to be with me and to be able to jump inside of the internet almost. And be able to navigate, not pages, but be able to navigate worlds. Hmm. So when I go to www.whatever, I'm not looking at a page anymore with pictures and links. The new internet, or Web 3.0 as you have it, will be letting me go into a world very much like the one we live in right now.
0: Wow. Woo. Okay. I um, that was a lot. No, that was, that was amazing. <laughs>
1: Was it too much? Not no, too much? Okay. no.
0: So like I've, I've got so many questions from this though. Absolutely. Like is this is this literally putting on VR headsets and going shopping then? Is that is that where this is going to? And then from there, where is this technology now?
1: Sure. Thank you for that. For, when it comes to VR, uh, VR is amazing. It's an amazing technology. It's an amazing industry. There's a lot of amazing people and companies doing a lot of groundwork there. But mm-hmm. it would – I believe be a mistake to limit the metaverse to just that. Okay. VR is going to be a part of it. It's going to be one of the ways you can connect to some of those experiences. Mm. But uh, the way that we've built what we've built, we've been very strategic about being cross-platform so that it doesn't require someone to have a VR headset. Okay. In my opinion, uh, VR is very l- limiting in a lot of ways. A-, a lot of people would find it very hard to strap on a device to their head and keep yeah. it on for hours at a time. It can be uncomfortable. It can be disorienting. And... I think that there needs to be more of a hybrid experience. And so uh, to your other question, where's the technology at? VR has been around for decades. Sure. Even though it's kind of being reintroduced to us as the years go on in different ways. And so the new way that they're introducing it to us is great. And that technology is only getting better with time. But still, uh, it will not be, in my opinion, the leader of metaverse experiences. Okay. I think we're looking more at AR okay. which uh, is is different or spatial and definitely
0: cross-platform. Gotcha, so tell us the difference then between augmented and, and virtual reality. Like How does that all work?
1: Absolutely, so you think of VR as, I wanna completely not pay attention to the room that I'm in right now. Yeah. I wanna strap on a device that ma- takes me somewhere else visually. Mm. And this is you know, covering both of my eyes so I can't see anything around me. I have to literally blank out everything around me and just trust that I'm okay. <laughs> and I get this experience that is a 360 kind of world view where I can turn to my right and turn to my left and I feel like I'm in this place that's been put in front of my sure. eyes. That's VR. Yeah. AR is different. AR is something that, Uh, You know, even things like Facebook and Snapchat have been introducing to us, for example. So it's augmenting the reality that we already have. You think of a filter, right? Mm -hmm. When we take a picture on our phone and you can add like effects to that, like dog ears or uh, I'm I'm a robot or there's something (laughs) moving behind me. What that did was it captured my real existence here in the world. And it just layered it and put something over top of it Mm -hmm. and so it augmented my reality and so you can do that with devices like phones right tablets right Uh, and so that's vr ar and then we could go really crazy and talk about spatial but even i don't know a lot (laughs) about that but spatial is something really awesome because you're you're talking about even project it it, it gets crazy (laughs) Okay. crazy. I'll stop there. V- okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's keep it simple for us right, right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right yeah. now anyway. So like the, the use cases for this, then you talk about shopping, mm-hmm. like, is it, is it where I could go try on a pair of pants in this metaverse world? Is it where I could go pick out, you know, whatever, um, you know, in, in, shopping? Is that, is that where this is going to go? Absolutely. Okay.
1: It's where it's going to go. And, and, a lot of respects there have been people that have been doing the amazing work of coming up with that technology already. I mean, I think I've, I've seen countless companies that have been, uh, building the algorithms and the apps to be able to use your phone or your tablet to take your measurements, right. Mm -hmm. And then fit clothes based off of those specifics. And so, uh, that is not the lane that I'm in, but those types of companies and technology is what we would partner with to bring yeah. those type of experiences when the time is right.
0: Nice. All right. I do want to talk about the lane that you're in here in just a second. Absolutely. I, I have One more question on VR versus AR. It seems to me that AR is going to be much more inclusive. Absolutely. I'm, yeah, that's right. AR is going to be much more inclusive because VR, from what I can guess anyway, is going to be very expensive and, and hard to like – hard for everybody to afford, but AR is much more affordable. Am, am I right on that?
1: I don't want to say yes, and I don't want to say no. Here's why. Okay. I think that the VR space has done an amazing job in bringing the the price down significantly. Mm. I mean, we, we are seeing uh, things that used to cost thousands of dollars be like a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. And I believe that that price is going to continue to come down a little bit okay. as they find other ways to, to make it very lucrative on the back end, right? Yeah. But I want to say yes as well, though, because I, AR, you already have that capability with your phone and right. everyone has a phone. There's no additional equipment that you necessarily have to have, right? Yeah. But um, it, it depends because, you know, there are AR goggles. And what's really interesting is there's some talk with certain companies coming up with something like what Google Glass tried to do years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. Uh, that's a form of ar and i'm gonna tell you for the all those like marvel fans it kind of makes you feel like a superhero right because you're talking about being able to use something as simple as a pair of glasses that you can just throw on like that then gives you so much access to the world as if it was your phone but it's just it's sitting on your face you Mm. know so a lot of exciting stuff
0: yeah yeah for sure (laughs) All right. Well, let's talk about the lane that you are in. You're yes. the founder and CEO of ZeroVerse. Absolutely. Yes. W- tell us what it is. What, what is ZeroVerse?
1: Absolutely. So ZeroVerse, it, in a lot of ways, is a metaverse project. Believe it or not, I was working on this before I even knew what the metaverse was. Whoa. I just found out about the term metaverse about two years ago. Yes, I know. I'm late to the party, y'all. But-
0: <laughs> <You're>, uh, <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. You are not late to the party. <laughs> I thought I was late to the party in podcasting <laughs> in 2019 when I when I started this company and then no it keeps growing and growing and growing. You are very, very early, early to the metaverse. Well, <laughs> oh, thank especially you. Especially 2 years ago, are you kidding me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thank you for saying that. It means a lot cuz I was when I when I first shout out to uh Gene who works at the Washington Post. Um Gene, he is amazing. He wrote an article early on about the metaverse and I happened to come across it. I saw it and I was like, oh my God, there's, there's something, there's a name for this lane that I'm building. And so uh, in the recent two years, I've been trying to learn more about it and make sure that we align and fit the description. But anyway, the, the metaverse in general, we would be be considered a metaverse project Uh because we are a virtual world. Right. And really being a virtual world that is planning on having a lot of users join in at the same time and be able to meet there and do really cool things, sometimes even like real world stuff in Mm -hmm. the metaverse. We fit that description. But I like to describe us differently. Okay. So how I like to describe us is we are simply a new type of e-commerce platform. And we are changing the way people look at shopping, interacting, and doing business online. Mm. And we do this by creating digital replicas of storefronts and places of business online and launch them virtually so that people can access them from anywhere with anyone at any time in a much more interactive way. I don't know which one people are going to gravitate to most, metaverse or that description. But in its simplistic form, you think of what e-commerce is. It's pictures and it's words. And I believe that, you know, people like Jeff Bezos have done an amazing job in introducing to us the value of e-commerce. Yeah. But where is it headed? And for me, where it's headed uh, it, it seemed like a no-brainer. It's going to get more interactive. And the ways that we're already visually accustomed to shopping, uh, we like window displays mm-hmm. and we like falling in love with the branding, that that time and energy that a company spent on its name, its logo, its color scheme, right? Yeah. You miss all of that on a website. Yeah. So how do you recapture it? How do you reposition? And what I am doing is trying to help businesses kind of understand and prototype with them what their businesses can be in a digital world
0: wow okay so let's let's say bodega um you know across the street from here Mm -hmm. all right bodega in durham it's a bodega basically a small little grocery store Mm -hmm. like would you create a storefront for them where i can act like i'm walking in and picking up some of my groceries and ordering them, and then and then I can order it from there and have it sent to me? Is that what we're talking Absolutely. about here? Holy Absolutely. Oh, my
1: gosh. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And it, we're, we're not trying to redesign the whole thing, right? Imagine us being able to partner with companies like DoorDash or Instacart, Free POMO, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, DoorDash, Instacart, shipped, you know, and and work with them on the back end to make sure that you get that order. No, you're very much inside of this virtual world that reminds you of what it was like to go in there in real life, right? That's we're photo, amazing. we're photorealistic too. Let me just say, a lot of the metaverse projects that are out there, they're very stylized and mm-hmm. cartoonish, mm-hmm. and that is amazing because. When people leave the real world, it's usually because they're trying to get away from it. So you don't join a virtual world, you know, expecting to see something really realistic. Yeah. Uh, And people love fantasy. They love anime. They love that. And we don't want to take that from them. Right. But we are aiming to be more of the LinkedIn of metaverse worlds for businesses and professionals that want to protect that image Mm. and protect their branding. And so we can do that and be able to partner with those companies to make sure that those orders are getting placed.
0: Wow, where are you at in the company right now? Are you take do you have clients? Are you looking for funding? Like what what's going on with, with ZeroVerse?
1: Absolutely. Thank you for the question. So uh, right now we are headquartered in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh Uh, That is where I have been kind of like building this concept up. And we have some amazing backers. Shout out to CBL Jeff Cherry and his team at Conscious Venture Labs and Delali Jarasa from Fearless. Uh, They have been amazing mentors to me and amazing in helping us get started and take us out of the prototype phase into development. And so we're still in development but we're getting very close to launch uh we're we're beta testing behind the scenes and working with select partners and select businesses to really fine-tune the experience and we're working with bull city summit yeah. coming up in september and i am going to be so excited to show you what we can do as partners with them on that festival that's coming
0: okay that that's awesome um <laughs> all right last last question for you and this is related to to bull city summit um, for one of the panels in September, it is going to be on the metaverse and the internet's future. And one of the things that it, it says here is um, how we can use the metaverse to create positive societal benefits. And it goes into impacts on education, social justice, bridging the gaps in society. Like, how does that happen with the metaverse? I don't, mm. I, I, I get mm. the e commerce case. Mm-hmm and don't give it don't give the 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 whole panel away like all, right. everything that you'll be talking about in the in the panel in september but maybe pick one of those like how how can that help with something besides e-commerce
1: wow can i just say i, I really appreciate that question in so many different ways and uh to all the listeners you're probably hearing me get choked up right now and this is this is real because and this is why if you don't mind me going back to Jeff Cherry at Conscious Venture Labs is is doing some amazing work with helping businesses to fund businesses that have social impact missions. So we are a benefit corporation. Okay. So all that really means is we are a for-profit business that has a social impact mission that we want our investors to respect. That it's not just about making money, but we're going to make you money. But there's something here we're trying to solve as well. Yeah. And for us, it has been trying to provide jobs to -to hard-to-hire populations. It has been almost like a life mission for me right now to try to understand workforce development uh, when it comes to -to hard-to-hire populations and recidivism, right? There are, I don't think people really understand uh, how much games have saved a a large amount of, of people's lives in a lot of way. I'll give you an example. Um, I originally was born and raised in Los Angeles, California. Gang banging is just the thing, Mm. right? In a lot of pocket communities and they're everywhere. And it makes it increasingly hard, especially for young black men to even thrive when they want to, right? Because it's not just about having access to education, access to resources. Um, Something as simple as getting up and going outside and heading to the bus stop to go to said job, to Mm. go to said college, to go to said place with resources, they are sometimes confronted with other, you know, gang activity, right? And being harassed in the streets and having to walk through maybe enemy territory or very intimidating territory just to get to the bus stop. Yeah. That's enough to make somebody say, forget it. I'm not going to try, not because I don't want to, but because it's literally like a war zone for me to step outside my house and go and do anything. And these are the things that people would not know people experience unless if they have firsthand experience in those neighborhoods. So what does that have to do with the metaverse? If you look at what games does, right? Games have helped a lot of people stay in the house in general. Mm -hmm. They've created very enticing, interactive worlds for people to sit at home and and get sucked into. It allows them to build social skills and skill sets that you you wouldn't even really think of at first. Communicating, trying to strategically get stuff achieved, and do that with teams, on teams, and even sometimes you're building inside of these metaverses. So it requires a lot of fine-tuned thinking, to, to play a game, except they're not getting paid for it, right? Mm-hmm. It's for fun. What the metaverse does in a lot of ways is it says, hey, you people sitting at home on these games, we want to open this door for you. We want to find a way to make this r- lucrative for you all. Yeah. In comes eSports. You want to compete in gaming? Here's a way to make some money from home or going out to certain events to do that. With our company specifically, what we are building is a way, when it comes to building those digital storefronts, we would train hard-to-hire people to do it. We would give them the tools. We would teach them. And the most awesome thing about it all is we can do it all virtually. Wow. And so without giving everything away that's going to come on the panel, um, I really am going to go into depth on how we do that. Uh, because uh, we are a three-sided platform where one side is that that game world you're talking about. And then there's the shop owner panel that gives the business a portal, a dashboard to be able to control their store, what goes in it, and, and, and stuff like that, and their inventory. Yeah. But there's that third side, which is our dev portal, and that is where we train people and we get them the skills that they need to start building the stores and helping to manage the stores with the shop owners. I know that that was a lot, but we're going to go into it more and more as as the time goes by, and we're going to really explain and show people and take them by the hand, which is why we're called Zeroverse. We're helping people start from zero, whether that's hard-to-hire populations that need a chance, need a job, whether that's a business that needs help reimagining like how to move forward virtually or if that's someone who is trying to understand the metaverse from the beginning we want to be that place where someone can start from zero and let it go from there
0: wow well tealy that is an amazing place to end i can't (laughs) wait for your panel um, (laughs) at the bull city summit in september and we'll have all the links in the show notes um, Teely, how can everybody connect with you in ZeroVerse?
1: Absolutely. Thank you for that. Um, you can go to ZeroVerse.com. That's Z-R-O-V-E-R-S-E.com. No E in the zero. Just Z-R-O-V-E-R-S-E.com. And my email is Teeley, T-L-E-E, at ZeroVerse.com. We're also on Instagram. You can look up Zeroverse, Z-R-O-V-E-R-S-E. Thank you so much.
0: Well, Tilly, this has been a uh, potentially, l- literally life-changing episode here <laughs> of the Bull City Summit podcast. Thank you so much for, for listening to this. Uh, for everybody interested in attending Bull City Summit, it'll be in September. You can go to bullcitysummit.com. Uh, I am Jason Gilligan, CEO of EarFluence, and we'll see you next time on the Bull City Summit podcast. This podcast is a production of EarFluence. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of EarFluence.